Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Now, today is Friday, and that means one thing. It is time for the rules of language learning. Now, as you know, on the podcast, I like to answer your questions. It's my favorite thing to do, but I also think it's important to talk about the lessons that I've learned and to give you my personal take on the questions that I think really matter in language learning. Perspectives and ideas that might not be immediately obvious, but I think are really the most important things of all. And so this is where I offer you the rules of language learning. It's all the most important lessons that I've learned over the years distilled into simple rules for you to follow every Friday. Now, these rules are also available as video, uh, so recorded in my studio, and also as blog posts in case you like reading, so you can do that. To find these blog posts and video versions of the rules, simply go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com and click through to the language blog page and you'll find all the most recent rules there. And if you want to find some of the older ones, you can type in troll into the search bar. Troll, of course, standing for the rules of language learning. So it's nice and easy to remember. Before we get into today's rule, I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show. They are, of course, italki. And italki is a place where you can get speaking practice for the language that you're learning. So if you think that speaking your language a little bit more would be helpful, and it always is, then italki is the best place to connect with native speaker teachers and tutors who can help you get that all-important speaking practice. If you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson and follow the instructions from there. I'll be back answering your questions as usual next week. But for now, please enjoy today's rule of language learning. Good morning, everybody. It's Ollie Richards here, back with another rule of language learning. And I want you to be honest with me right now. Have you ever thought to yourself secretly that going to live abroad would be the secret to becoming fluent in your target language. That if you go and live abroad, surrounded by the language every day, that you'd be fluent in no time. Fluent in time for Christmas. Come on, you can be honest, have you ever thought that? It's okay, because if you have, you wouldn't be the only one. In fact, if you've ever thought that moving abroad is your dream ticket to language learning success, then please let me know right now by hitting the like button on this video before we go any further, because I will be honest, I have thought such things more than a few times. But I'm not going to like my own video because, well, that would just be weird. So you have to do it for me. Now, I remember back in 2008, I decided to move across the world to Japan and I was all set to learn Japanese. Now, this was going to be my fifth foreign language. And with all the others already under my belt, I was convinced that I was going to absolutely smash it out of the park. In fact, I think I remember even smugly telling a friend of mine, yeah, when I get to Japan, I'll be fluent within a couple of months. I was absolutely convinced that moving to Japan was all it was going to take for me to learn the language like a boss. But if you've heard me tell this story before, you know how it ends. You know that nothing could be further from the truth. Because far from becoming fluent, I actually floundered for a good couple of years without getting anywhere near fluent in Japanese. So, what happened? Well, the basic reason I struggled in Japan was that there was a big mismatch between my level at the time and the level I needed to be at in order to engage people in any kind of meaningful conversation. So because my Japanese was basically 
crap nobody wanted to talk to me. And who can blame them because it's bad enough talking to me at the best of times, but let alone when I'm garbling your language. But anyway, what I've described is actually the same situation that anybody learning a new language faces. It's chicken and egg. You can't talk to people yet because your, your level isn't good enough, but you can't get to the level you need because you can't talk to people. So what do you do? Well, I'll tell you what you don't do. You don't pick up and travel halfway across the world just to learn the basics when you can learn the basics perfectly well from home. Look, when you are a complete abject beginner like I was in Japanese, you've got a very straightforward problem, namely that you need to learn the basics of the language. Now, is the best way to learn the basics of that language really by moving abroad and trying to persuade strangers to talk to you? No, I don't think so. Unless you are one of those lucky people who doesn't mind Tarzan approach of forcing yourself upon unsuspecting locals until they cave in and talk to you. And for what? Like for a few minutes of random practice? But what about the linguistic immersion? Isn't, isn't it a silver bullet to be surrounded by the language all day abroad? Well, of course, unless you are literally pacing the streets all day, eavesdropping on people's conversations, you're probably not going to get all that much so-called exposure. Although you might get quite fit from all that walking, I guess. Let's be honest, you get more useful exposure by sitting at home with a coffee, a bag of crisps and a Netflix account. Look, if your goal is to get yourself up to an intermediate level in a new language, where starting to talk to people becomes a viable option, you can do it just as easily sitting in your pajamas in your living room as anywhere else with good old fashioned study. And so what's the point of moving abroad just to do that basic study? Can't you do that just as well by staying at home wherever you live in the world? Well, yes, you can. But it's not only that you can do it from home, it's much better to do it from home because you avoid all the trials and tribulations of moving abroad. Spending loads of money being away from home, feeling lonely because you don't have any friends yet, and, and so on. So save yourself the trouble. Get the study done while you're in the comfort of familiar surroundings, a routine that you can control, and a social life that keeps you happy and positive. Anyway, if I had my time again in Japan, I would do things very differently indeed. I would work my socks off for a solid six months at least before moving to Japan so that I could touch down in Nihon, already capable of having a solid conversation in Nihongo. Then I could have improved at a much faster rate when I was there, enjoyed the learning process more, and probably been much happier in general. And so I really do think that for most people, they're dreaming of moving abroad to achieve their language dreams without really understanding the reality of what it is going to be like, while all the time avoiding committing to doing the work right now at home where you're fully in control and where the opportunity really lies. So, is that it? Well, not quite. You firstly, when people move abroad, it can be for a whole host of reasons. Family, love, work. Language learning is probably secondary for uh, most people. In which case, me sitting here saying, well, don't move abroad, is hardly very helpful. Sorry about that. It's also true that I have met people who have had incredible success with languages while living abroad. It, it can happen. However, these are all people who are exceptionally social and have an uncanny ability to inject themselves into any social situation, form social groups with incredible ease, and get really good at the language really quickly. I'm personally just not like that and I can't bring myself to, to do that. But if you can, then the results can be absolutely out of this world. 
For most people though, the principle stands that you should probably do the work to get yourself up to a good intermediate level in your new language while still at home. Just get yourself a good textbook or, I don't know, an amazing story-based course that's designed to take you up to a solid intermediate level. Hint, hint. And then start to think about moving at that point so that with your intermediate level, you can already really communicate with people and begin to assess, to, to access some of the wonderful opportunities of being abroad. But I want to hear from you. Have you lived abroad? How did, you, how did living abroad impact on your language? Do you agree with my cautionary tale about moving abroad to learn a language? I want to hear from you in the comments below. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have found this useful, take a second to subscribe to this channel so that you get new videos sent straight to your feed. And until next time, do yourself a favor and don't move abroad to learn a new language. Thanks for checking out the video. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it and you'd like me to continue this series of the rules of language learning, then you can let me know by liking this video. Also, if you'd like to be notified when I upload new videos every week, then you can subscribe to the channel using the big red button below and the videos will pop right up in your news feed. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things. So whether you are an intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.